During his State of the Union address, President Obama praised the Senate for passing an extension of the Violence Against Women Act. But the measure remains stuck in the House. The main hurdle is a new provision in the law that crosses the boundary between U.S. federal law and the laws that govern Native American reservations. In legal terms, that boundary can complicate a criminal case even more than an international border. The idea behind the new provision is to extend domestic violence protection to Native women when they're attacked on tribal land by non-Native men men. Under current law, suspected abusers who are non-Native are practically immune from prosecution. Sarah Deer is a professor at the William Mitchell College of Law in Minnesota. She's also a citizen of the Muscogee Nation. Well, right now, the tribal government, which would be, of course, the closest government to where the crime occurs, cannot take action if the perpetrator is not a Native American. So in those situations, a victim would be relying on the federal government to respond to that crime and then follow through with the prosecution. So currently, what happens in these cases? Are the abusers ever prosecuted? It's very unusual for those cases to be prosecuted. One of the problems is that the federal government has authority. And, of course, the U.S. Attorney's Office is really focused on things like white-collar crime and immigration. And so when they get you know, what appears to them to be a minor domestic violence case, the likelihood they're going to move forward with that is pretty low. So those victims then are left with no follow-through from the criminal justice system. So how would this added provision to the Violence Against Women Act, how would it change that scenario? It would do one simple thing. It would allow a tribal government in its own criminal justice system to take action against a non-Indian abuser. It would be limited to only those cases where a man has married a woman in the tribe or has dated a woman in the tribe. So they would have to have that connection with the tribe. If they commit an act of violence against her, then the tribal government would be able to prosecute and take action to protect that victim. So there's some opposition to this in Congress. What is the opposition? Um, What has been raised is a concern about the constitutionality of the provisions. And the fear, I think, is coming from a concern that tribal courts might operate differently than state or federal courts. And if you prosecute someone who's not familiar with those kinds of court proceedings, then it would be unconstitutional. They wouldn't have the same rights that they would in state or federal court. When these kind of issues come up, do you think of, say, the Muscogee Nation as a separate nation, and therefore these are sort of border issues? Well, yes. At at some level, yes, there are border issues. I think what a lot of people don't realize is that tribes, you know, predate the United States by about 10,000 years. And so we have been operating governments on this continent for, um, you know, millennia. And therefore, when I think about tribal governments, such as my own tribe, I really think that it's it's more like a foreign government. Um, We exist within the boundaries of the United States. But our tribes have been operating as sovereigns for forever. And so when we have been you know, given these restrictions from the federal government, it undermines that power that we've always exercised. So I often will say, for instance, in this uh, situation with non-Indian offenders, you know, if, if I as, a, as an American go to Mexico and I commit a crime there, you know, I'll be held accountable by Mexican law. And um, I wouldn't even think of making the argument that I'm not from there. 
But yet that's the kind of argument we see in Indian country. You know, a non-Indian goes into the community and commits a, a horrific act, a homicide or a severe beating or rapes a child. And their defense is essentially, I'm not from here. Mm-hmm. So I can't be held accountable. And and so to me, I I think it's rather confusing, you know, that we have these sovereign governments within the United States, um, but somehow American citizens can't be held accountable by our own laws. Sarah Deer teaches law at the William Mitchell College of Law in Minnesota, and she's a citizen of the Muscogee Nation. Professor Deer, thanks for speaking with us. Thank you.